0: You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Um hello everybody welcome to the are you screening podcast i'm your host are you own mark eastman and with me as always is co-host extraordinaire shane leonard hello and this week uh it's obviously blade runner blade runner and uh man there's so much uh weird news about the release of blade runner sort of um you know people love it uh but it's Weirdly not making money. It was underperforming. Box office-wise, but not review-wise. But people really liked it, and then people really liked this or that, or I mean they like this about it, they like that about it. But weirdly, people for a really old movie that's finally getting a sequel, uh, it was almost like staggering how. Much people were liking it. People yeah. keep saying, "I told you about this before we saw the oh, movie." Yeah. That people kept saying, "like better than the
1: original," right? And you're like, "No, they didn't." Nobody, yeah, said I thought that. That was, <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought oh, you were seriously? just building it up because I had skipped everything. I I'd only seen one trailer, no reviews. Really right, wanted right. to go in cold because I wanted to be you know impressed or you know depressed by whatever I saw. <laughs> and then you started telling me like you're sitting next to me. And you're like, you know, they're saying it's a masterpiece, right? And I'm like, will you shut up? You know, no one's saying that except you. And you're like, yeah huh? Yeah, best sci-fi movie ever. ever, Right, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Uh, Anyway, uh, before we get to
0: that, there's uh, actually a little bit of news I wanted to talk about and throw some industry stuff out there. Although I'm not going to talk about The Elephant in the Room industry news because i just don't want to and uh what is
1: there to say really about <laughs> it, it <laughs> yes, i mean it's no. all still unfolding right and and every day everyone's talking about it anyway someone's it's not like anybody outrage it. everywhere right? it's not like somebody doesn't know i will everything. say this I, I will say this 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 is not anything major but every once in a while there seems to be like a series of events that are just like what harvey weinstein weinstein did and uh It just seems to fly under the radar. Yeah. And then every once in a while, someone's like, sooner or later, there's going to be one of those and it's going to really do it. And it was interesting that this was the one that really did it for no reason. Not because I think he's a saint or, you know, it's just this, oh, today's the day. This is the one. Right. And then everyone is now behind it and it's just it's interesting to me how that stuff happens, whether it's politically entertainment, it doesn't matter right, what it right. is. So it doesn't matter who it it's is. Amazing it's amazing that it's this one is. and how fast this came. Usually it takes a few a few weeks for all the people to come out and say, right. Yeah, me too. Man, this was like twitter hour yeah. like it was like i like twitter hour instead of a new york minute like it took like moments for like 50 people and to and yeah out. it's it, it's awesome. it was amazing so, so that's our so that's the not, big one okay. talking about that <laughs> no more <laughs> of that right
0: uh but the star wars trailer came out so that's news I see it. right i did see it and i gotta tell you um i kind of don't like it uh, what I, about it? i don't like this whole I don't like that it looks like we're taking these three movies just to have like this whole like crazy parent issue uh-huh. thing taken over the whole right. movie, uh, right. the, the whole series, the whole. I mean, like everything, like really everything. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, d- I just don't like uh, that it's becoming this whole parental story. It's okay if, you know, one part of your story has to do with this whole issue, but now it's like, we're trying to make it, you know, it's like if you went back to Star Wars and, you know, Vader is Luke's father and everything. Spoiler. But, like, no one ever talked about anything else. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. It, it became it, this metaphor it looks, for parental stuff. But It looks yeah. like now we've got the trailer,
1: you know, now he's got to go after mom. Right. <laughs> and it's just... I wonder how much of that is served by reworking or reshooting a bit of stuff because Carrie Fisher died. Right. Like, I wonder how much of that actually was engineered... It's a weird movie. I don't think it had to do it, but in a way, I think it, I still don't think it had to do it, but I feel there's a way to identify that it felt it had to do it, which is a dress that Carrie Fisher is here. We all know she died during the filming of the, you know, between them or for both of them. And I wonder if they just were like, you know what, we've got some scenes of this. If we rework it, it'll it'll do this and right. and people and, are expecting us to acknowledge she's dead so let's well yeah they have you to, know, they have to like, do something that's
0: a weird thing i mean she do, actually could have just not i don't know to what extent she had already filmed a bunch of stuff yeah. and so maybe if they have a bunch of stuff she's in but how much is she going to be in right that would not right. make sense yeah but they could have just said you know what we're just we could not deal with that character at all anymore right. we could just right. do We'd something else talk but who knows who yeah. knows exactly how much she's in it but then also yeah. you know we have the very end thing where we have to uh oh you know try to make it look like ray is going to the dark right. side right and right. you know maybe she is but right. it's the way that they make it look like it yeah felt
1: really cheesy like it's obviously two it, separate. To it, it, me, it, it's obviously it's two separate two scenes. Two
0: totally different things yeah. that happen, right? Yeah. There's a point in the movie where, um, you know, I don't even remember his name. Um, Kylo band. Ren. Yeah, Kylo. Yeah. <laughs> Adam <laughs> For, Driver. Yeah. I knew. I I had the <laughs> Ren, right? Yeah. Right. And I I know his real name. I didn't want to go at, <laughs> uh, at one Dr- point. <laughs> Adam, Adam Driver. <laughs> Driver. Who are you, <laughs> Yeah, Anyway. Right. But there's a scene at one point where you know Kylo Ren is asking, uh you know red shirt meaningless person for a cup of coffee yeah and he comes into the room and he holds his hand out right and right. then there's another scene where <laughs> you know ray is like i don't know what to do yeah yeah oh man anyway uh yeah so just the way that it's you know kind of cut together it I looks agree. very obvious that it has nothing to do with anything yeah but they want to make it look like that so yeah anyway right. but <laughs> got it, a lot of it. Got a lot of reaction. It's kind of a fun-looking trailer. Mm-hmm. In all of the stuff that has nothing to do with the story, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it looks I like suspect there's, there's a lot of filler. being there's, shown. there's cool world stuff, and mm-hmm. there's uh, there th- interesting things are going to happen, <laughs> as opposed to like you know pod races, right? And right. Stuff like that. Like we have to have That's something true. that looks really awesome. Pod racers, right? And this right. <laughs> one. It looks really cool, but in a way that yeah, uh, it looks I like it works. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't yeah. because maybe it's just we had these two seconds that look good. But yeah. anyway, I don't know. It just makes it just weirds me out. Okay. Uh, anyway, other news. <laughs> there's a uh, kind of fun Sylvester Stallone story time was making the
1: rounds. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so there's also. Uh, I think it's interesting in a weird way. There's like this Sylvester Stallone news. Have you heard this? So Sylvester Stallone is, you know, taking over the directing of Creed. Yep. So I guess that just put his name into the news. So then uh, someone was interviewing Arnold Schwarzenegger and they asked him something about Stallone. Yeah. And the two of them. And so... I didn't hear this part. So Schwarzenegger revealed this weird story Huh. Somehow this came out in the interview, you know, when back in the day when they were kind of the competing, right. you know, action superstars, and it was the whole thing. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger tricked Sylvester Stallone into making "Stopper," my mom will shoot. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't hear? I didn't them? hear this. So they, the, apparently, when the, <laughs> the movie was uh, set to come out, right, they sent it to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Somebody whoever it was, I don't know, wanted to make this movie. There was a script out there for <laughs> some big action star type of person. Right? right. They sent it to Schwarzenegger and so he said it was like garbage, right? Right. And he's like, it's not like I haven't made bad movies. I've made bad movies or whatever, but this one was so horrible. And he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trick Stallone into mm-hmm. making the movie. So he did an interview and, like, basically leaked the the story that he was really interested in making this movie. Right. So that it was out in the press. And then he, like, basically told them he would do it for way, way too much money. Right. Right. And he was like, I'll just sit back and they'll offer it to Stallone. And he took it. Right. and And the, the movie studio, right, was like, look. Arnold Schwarzenegger is really interested. Look, here's the clipping of the paper or whatever where he said that. And so he tricked him into doing it, and it was really funny. Anyway, uh, I thought it was hilarious.
1: (laughs) It's a great story. I don't know if it's true or not. I have no interest. Right i have no investment interest in it but if it's true that's great i because they were very players. competitive yeah they were it was back and forth but i mean no one tricked him into doing other comedy films you know like rhinestone or anything else right like, i mean he had always <laughs> over the top he, right he or, had yeah. like de, he had like de niro had always wanted to try comedy and everybody has always acknowledged that off screen out of character rambo was really hilarious like stallone is actually supposed to be very funny right and he's like they're just not gonna buy me they want to see me shooting things and sweating and killing stuff right right so maybe that's true and maybe it's true from a certain point of view or maybe it's just them trying to go at each other in some weird way yeah I i don't know but it is a good story uh anyway uh in
0: in tv news uh I haven't mentioned wisdom of the crowd yet. I'm trying to get to. a t- I was trying yeah. to get to TV shows as they come out, um, and and that's another uh, show. I thought it was really pretty cool. I thought it, it hmm. it's kind of a cheesy idea. It's uh, did you ever see APB last year? Yeah, with the billionaire guy, and then he starts uh, throwing money at the you know yeah. police station or whatever. So this is a show that's another tech billionaire guy, basically. He's like the, it, it's kind of like in the circle, you know, where they have mm-hmm. the fake Facebook. Yep. Right, <laughs> they right. Up, So he's the inventor of another fake Facebook, right. some social media thing. Yeah. And uh, he, his daughter gets killed or whatever. So he kind of sells off his social media app to get, you know, tons of money. Right. And, uh, for cash and, and he has created a new app where it's like the crime solving app, right? Mm-hmm. So you have this app on your phone that will help the police solve crimes because right. they, they will send things to your phone that are like, we're looking for this guy right, or, right. Oh, have, you know,
1: whatever. We're all going to be dog the but bounty it, hunter.
0: But it's Jeremy Piven and he's so good. Okay. I, I like Piven's him good. a lot, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, he just came off of Mister Selfridge, the British show. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see that? No, but I, I wanted to. That, see that show it was, was fun. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a really good show, and he's awesome in it. And he's good in this. It's a weird. It's a weird gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem with the show probably is you know how long can you run this gimmick right before it gets pretty old right? But it was a surprisingly interesting. Uh, you know, the first episode was, uh, it was really surprising. I went into it thinking I'm going to think this is stupid. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and, but it ended up, it's a little bit more like person of interest in the yeah. early seasons. When it was when, tight and really good. When and, it was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: right. Cause that thing fell. Yeah. Fast. That, but that when went, it, when it, it started crazy. really great. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> and then, okay. So in other TV news, uh, even though this is weird, uh, Curse of Oak Island it's actually news that sort of, that that show's coming back and it's got like a premiere date. I think it's around the end of November. Hmm. Did you ever watch that show? No. The, you know, looking for the treasure on yep, Oak no. Island and everything. Nope. So it's going to be the fifth season, but at the end of the fourth season, there was really some question about whether or not it was coming back. Yeah. Um, because the these two brothers who are the key people or whatever, they're kind of had four years of doing this and right. not getting much out of it so right. that's coming back and it, it's it turns out it's actually i had not paid attention to the ratings so much because it's on history or whatever and right. it's not looking for huge numbers anyway it's actually weirdly popular it's got really good hmm. ratings that's it's, weird a lot of people watch it i mean all things considered right that, that for where it is and what channel it's on <laughs> right and that stuff and the comparative things it's got going
1: anyway that just reminds me of all these ghost shows i'm like you know how many ghost shows have been on the air or had specials for like my life and no one's ever got one like come on no one's give ever give up the radio static it. put your like see in the dark glasses away and right uh, admit it.
0: but the oak island one is like a real thing long before the show happened that's it's actually got a really time interesting time history production yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Anyway, and then quickly in some other news, uh, the Movies Anywhere app was uh, just released and it is Disney, Sony, Universal, and Warner Brothers are all like together and it's, you know, the uh, ultraviolet thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know a lot of details because I was just hearing about this this morning. So I haven't read the whole thing uh, going through this app, but it's basically just making it easier for having your digital versions of your movies. So, right. you know when you buy a Blu-ray now and it's got the little piece of paper and yeah. you have to go do whatever you're going to do. Um, but what you used to have to do was you had to go to the whatever website, then you had to put in the code, then you had to say, where do I want to watch it and whatever, right? right? And now it's just kind of all in one with the four biggest movie companies there are yeah. so pretty much every movie <laughs> is covered by is
1: it just one app or is it several like because i see the disney movies but is it covering all of the different ones or do they all have their own app no it it's, i guess it's, it's all supposed to one. be
0: their own thing yeah um and it's called movies anywhere <laughs> and you know i don't know maybe it's not out yet but it's supposed
1: to be out yeah <laughs> i was just looking <laughs> out of curiosity i'd heard about it. it but i hadn't uh, i didn't know it was there
0: and uh also yeah. in Movie news, uh, the Marvel Universe has decided, whatever that means, the Marvel Company, the Marvel Whoever, you know, Marvel's like 18 different things.
1: Right, And, right. and they're all is. whatever.
0: Uh, they're going to release a timeline of the Marvel Cinematic Universe so that you oh, yeah. know, you can have all your questions answered mm-hmm. as to when, what happens compared to what other movie yep. and you know, who was this age at this time in this movie, and right. they mentioned this person, but Captain America was asleep for 50 years, and, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. There's, they're going to release, like, an official timeline of the in-universe who knows what. Right. Know.
1: Anyway. Because people have been clamoring for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, man, that's, you're just, like, trying too hard or yeah. something.
1: Maybe they feel like they should do it before someone else does it and then monetizes it. And you then, know, like I still think that Wikipedia has killed right. they get in there and they're like, people are saying all the wrong things, and you know they're taking it a little bit more than they need to. But okay,
0: Blade Runner uh, twenty forty nine. Yeah, twenty forty nine. That sounds <laughs> good. Uh, so I guess explaining the movie is nonsensical, right? In some probably anyway yeah uh, harrison ford is in it we all know what blade runner is um the short version of it is that we have a uh we have a new investigator yeah <laughs> we have a new blade a Runner. New blade runner who's uh looking for the replicants but in a totally new world and a new way sort of Uh, somebody new has taken over the whole existence of them because the company itself from the original movie went bankrupt after enough replicants killed enough people or whatever. There's a, you know, there's a, uh, storyboard thing at the beginning of the movie that tells you about what happened. Yeah. And uh, I guess they're just, you know, they ran into so many replicant problems and replicants killing people or whatever, that the whole company went bankrupt and somebody else took over the production of replicants that uh, now supposedly, according to the beginning of the movie, the story is now they are, under better control right and they i don't know they don't have free will enough in any true sense to say no to their masters right or to lie right. or whatever uh so but there are still some uh old school replicants out there and we're still tracking them still down, running them down whatever and uh uh ryan gosling is uh Okay, he's one himself he's he's one of the new ones himself and he hunts down the old ones so the movie starts out and it's kind of funny in a way i guess (laughs) it's kind of funny to me because the movie starts out right like the original movie the whole question is oh, right. whether or not Deckard is a replicant, right. and this movie starts out. We have new Blade Runner, and the first thing that happens is that the movie goes, "He is right." right. <laughs>
1: Let's just save you the trouble. So yeah, right.
0: so we're gonna be going a whole other way now. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: we have new territory to explore. Right, instead of. You know, watching a whole other movie where we're going to start to say, is he or isn't right. he? Right. And even before the movie tells you, it sort of tells you because uh, one of the first things you see is he's flying around in his little space car thing. Right. And you see him kind of turn on. Right. Uh, they make that scene where maybe you could go either way. Sure, he like might be Maybe napping. he was just napping right. and the little alarm goes on and then he kind of wakes up and he's the kind of person who can wake up in right. a very calm way. Or, right. Right. You right. know whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bit of like a trick when they had that scene.
1: I like that. Um, And I thought, thought yeah, it it was, was it was cool. They should have not been so explanatory. Like part of the fun for Blade runner for 30 years has been like, (laughs) you think Deckard's a replicant or not, then you fight with people. And,
0: uh, but anyway, so this movie starts out and uh, no, and the whole thing of this movie is that we've got, uh, we're trying to sort of control this guy. And his crazy replicant theories and what he's doing. Um, and, and part of that c- turns into this whole thing where uh, the investigation for the movie is that a replicant may or may not
1: have had a kid. Right. And, and they're not allowed. And, right. They and like not forbidden like they just can't like that's right it's not like you guys can't 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 do this but you just can't do it like yeah
0: and uh then it turns (laughs) out that the new uh guy who's running the replicant business and is i guess the richest person that's ever Ever. existed or whatever uh jared leto yep is uh kind of crazy but that's what he's trying to do he's trying to figure out how you could do that and right and then hilarity ensues Okay, so um, that kind of runs you through like a little bit of the movie. I had a lot of trouble with this movie, even though everyone is saying it's, you know, the next greatest thing. Mm -hmm. And it really is getting bonkers positive press. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) once (laughs) I saw it, it, I started seeing it. It's actually surprising for a sci-fi movie um, that a lot of people liked when it originally came out, but did not get anything like this kind of press when it came out. Yeah. People were not <laughs> instantly saying, you know, this is like the definition of like a cult classic. They've it come to love it. Right. right? They,
1: come, they came to like it more.
0: Um, but yeah, crazy positive. Um, I had a lot of trouble with some things in the movie, even though there's a lot of it that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And in the end, uh, I gave it a seven. Oh,
1: and, a a star off.
0: and, uh, I, ha- I have to say, in complete honesty, like I told you this because I just want you know full disclosure. I told you this when we were leaving leaving the movie. I took a point off for the score. Right. Uh, this would have been probably an eight. Yeah. Or at least really closing in on an eight. I might have yeah. had to think about it a little bit. Right. right? But I, I took a point off for the score because it's the most annoying <laughs> score the world has ever known. I think this is hilarious. It is so bonkers. If you just could turn, even if, even if the <laughs> score would just turn down,
1: Right, like if you No, could, it's louder. It if, goes up if, if you every could, twenty minutes. If, it goes if, up if a you decibel. could
0: just... Am I wrong? It keeps it getting does. louder. It really you know. does. Yeah. If you could just pinpoint yeah. th- that track no. in the audio right. and just turn that way oh, you down. Oh, you'll do it when you get a disc. You'd be you'll have more it fun. You'd be better. Yeah. It would right. it would be but be- anyway. Uh, so That's just kicking it off.
1: Yeah, I gave it a seven. When, I? I kind of feel a little the way you did though not necessarily about the music There, there's a few things that i had a problem with i wavered between eight and seven and i feel like the easiest thing to do is just go seven and a half because i feel like i'm leaning towards eight more though though some of the stuff that i had problems with fundamentally just weren't easily fixed like i think the score is easily fixed like you right. say just turn it down <laughs> or don't put it you know i feel like at some point it runs for like 35 minutes straight right and it's a lot of just the same notes being and, it, hit. and So it, and
0: it doesn't it, it doesn't seem like it necessarily matches up with anything right it's right. just like some <laughs> like the uh director villeneuve yeah like he just said started at this time <laughs> Ended it it this time. I don't want to hear
1: it. I don't even know what's going on at those times. We talked about this. I feel like when I go see, because in some ways, it's almost exactly like what I remember the soundtrack to uh, his last film, Arrival, was it's just a lot of these synthesized notes carried for, you know, (laughs) you know, Uh, I feel like when I said to you, when we walked out and you were like scratching your ears about the music, I still feel like when I go see a Quentin Tarantini movie... The Tarantino movie that I see, I know is going to have a soundtrack already. And I know what it's going to sound like. I don't know exactly, but I know the vibe of it. I feel like anytime I go see a Villeneuve film at this point going forward, unless it's something like a sequel or something more reality-based like Sicario was, or maybe even... It's interesting. I haven't seen Prisoners since we saw it years ago. And it was the f- best film that I saw that year. I don't remember the soundtrack to that film, but I feel like it was not this. And I think that anything yeah, going forward. No way it could be. He's in right? talks to do, you know, you must be excited, uh, jokingly, but you must be excited. He's in talks to do uh, a Dune movie at this point. Yeah, and Dune will have this kind of music. In oh it. man! And it's going to piss me off. It's going to be Sand Dune notes after Sand Dune because that, notes. That's
0: my favorite book. I know. Right? And what I know, what they're going to do is they're going to slightly modify the modulation of the weird <laughs> machine, right? <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I can't wait. The, and that's and great. they're going
1: to go. That sounds a little more sandy, right? And I, then I'm, they're
0: just going to slap that. I've on there liked too. Dune
1: for a long time, but him doing it will be interesting to me. But anyway, I I had other things that happened throughout the film that were a little. Um, problematic for me. And it's kind of weird to say that even at a, even a film that's wavering at like seven and a half or eight, um, there's the possibility when I see this again, if I see it again in its entirety, I might like it more now that I know what I'm getting. I feel like I'm it's going to, sure. I feel
0: like it's going to irritate me more. Yeah. And I was actually, it's weird that you mentioned that because uh, I was actually talking about that uh, with someone else when I was trying to p- kind of pin down my score and And, you know, the question for me a lot of the time, or at least a question that people ask me a lot of the time is, are you going to watch it again? Yeah. Just specifically because I don't watch things again. Right. right? Um, Right. So then people ask me that. (laughs) And I had, I thought about that and I'm like, you know, some movies, that's the way I feel. If I just watch this again, maybe I'll like it a little more. Yeah. And in trying to think about it, you know, I'm thinking that in like three or four months, if I watch this again... It's just the the negatives are just going right. to stand well, out had, more to me.
1: I had a thought that was is specific to you, strangely, um, because I think in a way this movie at a two hour and forty four minute running time, that's a sizable film, and it's not necessarily new for Villeneuve to to do a long film. I don't know what the shortest one of his movies is, but I know it's not this one, and. There's insanely long. There's, there's something yeah. about, and it does feel long, um, in places. But it's a, it's a good length. Uh, I mean, I'm not bored. I, and I'm not. Yeah, I, and I'm I, I was restless. actually
0: surprised at exactly so, that. That it didn't hit me
1: like that. I thought of you when I thought of this, because someone else had asked me as well. Like, are you? And I'm not like you. I'll rewatch a film. That, that's easy enough to do if I enjoyed it. Uh, they asked me if I, if I would see it again, and my first few thoughts one of them was you and your criticism god i hope i'm getting the year right it was this summer you watched star trek right like the original and you uh, were talking you were talking to me about like how amazingly boring it was to watch them fly a shuttle for like five or ten minutes into space with no like nothing they're just zooming along and you're watching it. it this film in a strange way leads you through I mean, it's basically a sci-fi mystery, you know, and it leads right. you through these clues. I think if you know what the mystery is, when you're watching the film, you're trying to get whatever feeling you want after re-watching something you've enjoyed. I don't know if I'll be impatient because I know what the end result is and right, I'm just like, right. get to it. I'm wondering if it will have the aesthetic, though not the actual aesthetic, but the feeling that you had watching the Starship thing <laughs> fly through space for right. five minutes, like... I wonder if though the film is absolutely brilliant, in my opinion, visually, I wonder if that isn't going to be enough to carry me through 20 minutes of him zooming around on stuff or walking through deserts yeah, or, I don't know. you know, it's weird. I swallowed that for the first time because I'm in it and I'm I'm having it unveiled before me and right. I'm being but led. if you watch it again, will but you just I'd be going, go? Go, you know, <laughs> yeah. go. I know this is great or will I fast forward, you know?
0: so it's, it's interesting in that it, way it's sort of like it makes me really wonder um about the upcoming uh murder on the orient express movie yep and and i wonder because really it's pr- it's way long enough for a lot of people yeah because a lot of people have never seen they the don't original ad- right. because it hasn't been remade for a really long time strangely yeah uh and And really, it went a really long time just because of who's in it just because of who's in the original one it was kind of like you know now we're in right. like gone with the wind territory right. like you can't make it better right, so. right. don't don't touch <laughs> so it. what don't are you even doing? Look at it yeah um, now it's been long enough that there are so many people who haven't seen it and aren't going to and uh, that right. would be that would be really interesting for me if it turns out that it's really good yeah. And I got to think with Kenneth Branagh, it's not going to be horrible. Right. It might not impress me. I might not give it a 10 or whatever, but it's not going to suck. Right. I I don't think, right? It's going to be really interesting to have a bunch of younger people go to that movie and really like it. Right. And then go, go watch this. It's the exact same, right? Right. right, right. (laughs) And, And maybe people will go watch older movies. Who knows? Anyway. Probably not. But I do wonder about watching that movie because that's another one. Like that's a great movie, the yep. original. Yep. Why would I watch it again?
1: Right. I, right. <laughs> I yeah. know what happened. Right. I, yeah. Once you see the trick,
0: it's that kind of movie. Yeah, <clears throat> it really is. It's like yeah. uh, it's like going to you know like a Las Vegas show of a magician yeah. where after the first time you see it, he tells you how all the tricks are done and right. goes, "Now
1: come right. back tomorrow, right. watch right. them all again." What? Well, there was there was certainly times I I don't remember. I mean, I know you, before we saw the film, you were going to sit down and watch Blade Runner, um, the original, and I just, I was going to skip it. I I feel like I've seen it recently, but I haven't, I I mean, it's on TV and I'll watch a scene or two, but it doesn't have the gravity of like Jaws or Star Wars or Raiders. You know, when I see it, I'm like, well, now I know what I'm doing for two hours. Like I'm going to watch all of this. Though I feel like I have seen Blade Runner several times. And I feel like Blade Runner isn't that far from 2049 in that I know how it ends. I know what the trick is. Right, right. Why am I? Because wa- it's, it's stylistically appealing and visually engaging, almost like commanding you to be like, remember this awesome visual? And to hell with everybody else, that was 82. Like, right, right. that's stunning. Like, the Blade Runner, if no one ever saw blade runner 2049 and you just sat them down and watched blade runner they might say man they really worked on harrison ford to make him look young but this looks like it's contemporarily visually in line with what they're doing it was so groundbreaking
0: right it it, it was you know it was really crazy but that is one of the things that i will say um is a super positive for me of this movie was visually yeah i'm watching this movie And it kept making me think of movies that did somewhat similar things really badly. Right. (laughs) And this movie did them all really well. Yeah. It even did stuff like just seeing the bits of the grimy city with the ads everywhere and all that stuff. I'm like, man, that reminds me of like three different movies that I thought did this really badly. Right. Right. That tried to do future
1: future in look. not a good way yeah
0: and it also did um you know i, I don't know about the end with the desert and the giant mm-hmm. naked statues and stuff right it seemed like odd yeah but, yeah <laughs> but uh but all of the stuff that it did visually even when you had uh like the flying cars and you had Uh, when you get to see a little bit more of the inside of the car, uh, especially like when you finally get to Harrison Ford, spoiler, Harrison Ford at one point is in a car.
1: Right, right.
0: And the interior of the car is not just sitting there going, I don't know, here's an empty space, put some sort of shiny bobble in it. Like that's how the cars of the future will be like you're inside a pinball machine or whatever. And it was just so normal looking. Right. And like clearly the world is kind of poor in a way because you know jared leto's got all the money and no one else can have any right uh there's just and and they lay out the thing and it looks like you know basically a giant human farm yeah except without putting the giant human farm sign on it
1: (laughs) you just know it it lets it just you know do it so yeah as far as uh anything that had to do with visuals i thought the movie was great even even more so in some way because it it does this early on beyond the first opening scene which which i was i was pretty into i liked how it i always assume when i see his movies i think it's going to be a slow draw and i mean this i'm already interested in anyway but beyond the first scene once we start seeing like the the los angeles area you're right there's like this weird um aesthetic that i feel like i've seen before but never this good and there wasn't a thing going forward throughout the whole film that i saw cgi wise and i'm like ooh, you missed that one right like, it's it's beautiful and it still felt through.
0: like you were in the same world well as that's the first yeah one that's the thing that i like, Even I like though that it, it was very different
1: it certainly looks to me um like he had a respect for the the feeling and the theme of like what ridley scott's you know, original film was going to be, he's like, this is the world we're going to go into. Imagine it 35 years later. And I feel like he did. He basically just took that world and stretched it a bit. I love how it's unapologetic, how, um, when you see little things that must make people who don't know any better, just assume that like, uh, Atari and Pan Am. And like all these, like Smith Corona, like all these old companies that don't exist anymore. But when the original was made, looked like they were going to dominate the world. They're still around, right? Like, I think someone looks at like a Pan Am display in the film. They're like, I don't know what that is, but I bet that's funny, right? And you're like, that's and, a real company, man, right? Like, and,
0: and like in the first movie, Atari was, uh, yeah, heavily featured in yep. in certain spots, yep. And so we can't now. Uh, I I love that too. I love that there you see this it giant Atari thing, yeah. right? And I think it's <laughs> awesome because um, what. What happens is you're making the movie and you go, well, we have to put something there. Right. Well, we can't put Atari. Right. Because we know that the that's hell. not going to
1: be the giant yeah. sign the in the, hell the with you.
0: But no, they go, look, in the future of that movie, it well, is. That, cause, <laughs> so, right. They
1: stay on the path that movie that, that movie is, started going to confuse it. people. It is. <laughs> and I think it's awesome because in a way, it, it gives itself its own, it recognizes a self-validation. You know, it says, we're not going to revise the old world. Right. even though we know better now, we're going to double down on it. Right. And Atari's exactly. even bigger. Right. Like Atari is double Facebook. Screw right. you. <laughs> and, it's- you know, and I love that because there's a commitment to telling the story about that world that doesn't pander to whatever we think we want now. And right. I, I, right or wrong, and I think it's right, I love it because and that's what yeah. you have
0: to do. And even some of the stuff that's like tech related, right? Yeah, right. Like there's tech in the movie that is, you know, super future tech. Right. That's, like, crazy stuff. Uh, that maybe, if you're just making a movie right now, you wouldn't do it that way. You'd go, no, that's not how stuff is or right. whatever. But it makes sense in the future in movie, of the old yeah. world. Like, the tech has kind of progressed in a yeah. natural way. Even, yep. like, you know, like those little floating Camry thingies, yeah, yeah, right. you know, the... All those. I don't know if you would go that way if you were trying to make anything that someone believed. Right. You'd make that a little different, especially right, right now. You know, it'd just be a drone,
1: right? <laughs> or you know, actually, whatever. I I love that too because I also think that the film does uh, successfully in some way what I always say horror films do. Horror films usually talk about what's happening in a society, what they're afraid of in that moment. I actually think sci-fi films they usually comment in a projected way about what's happening currently, you know, in the present. And in this film, there's all kinds of stuff. Like you said before, you know, Jared Leto's character is like the richest guy, all the money in the world. The world is poor and grimy and shitty looking. And it's because there are people like Jared Leto who have all the money. It's got like this weird commentary on environmental, um, catastrophic events, because they talk about the blackout, whether that's an environmental thing or a technology thing, you know, a big EMP. There's all this economic stuff. There are um, uh, gender issues still, like, really, really on display. And it's kind of neat to see, like, okay, this film, I'd rather live in a Star Trek world because it's cleaner and everyone's <sighs> happier. There's, right. an, there's an optimism about the future in Star Trek. In Blade Runner's world man you're gonna eat like dirty grubs right and you're gonna get wet all the time and no one looks ever happy (laughs) not even the really rich people look really happy like it's a world of misery and in some ways it's a beautiful world but not from the right perspective right you know
0: and it's also so it has all this other stuff uh, you know i guess we're sort of commenting very generally on the movie but uh, it has all that sort of stuff, but it also has stuff where you're kind of digging into like memories and yeah, right. personality and yep. who are you and what does it mean to be this person or yep. have this experience and all this stuff. And I think, like you said, what sci fi does in a kind of broad sense is, you know, certain things, but I think like the perfection of, sci-fi is to be able to talk about the real world in a way that you can't unless you mess with how the world works and make things different and have like androids and right uh all this other stuff and implanting memories and stuff yeah it's not just that hey look that makes for a neat trick it says something about how the world and people really are right i think the movie actually has a fair amount of that and does an interesting job of looking at it Except one of my problems with the movie in a big way is that it seems like really devoted to ignoring the most interesting parts of its own story. Yes. Uh, it's more interested in weirder stuff, I think. Yeah. And it spends more time on them. So uh, at this point, we're probably going to get uh, kind of spoilery for a while. Yeah. Um, because I have to talk about. some of the problems i have some of the the bigger things yeah first of all uh jared leto leto completely in general i hated every second of him in the movie i don't know who he's supposed to be but i don't think he's actually being that guy he's being like a weirdly oilier version of a character that makes any sense yeah uh he's he's like a very strange sort of bonkers and he only exists, like, to deliver soliloquies. He's not actually a character in any way. Um, so I couldn't stand him.
1: Thankfully, he's not in it very long. No, he's he, not. He's, he's in he's, it twice. He's not in it a it lot. Maybe 10 minutes total, but.
0: He's got his, like, right-hand woman replicant. Right. And she was a huge problem for me in trying to get through this movie, especially because they use her to just throw things out really quick and then kind of run away from them. And I'm like, that's why, why have a story that's trying to work in that way? Right. There's a part in the movie. And like I said, sort of spoilery, right? But there's a part in the movie. I won't spoil it like specifically, but there's a part in the movie where she goes, I'm going to lie. Right. And, and she clearly really is going to, Yeah, I'm going to lie and say uh, you did this. Uh, I'm going to lie to, you know, my master. Right, right. <laughs> Which, which our new replicants are not supposed to be uh, capable of doing. Right. And we don't say anything about that. We just right. leave. Right. Completely. And you don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean. Right. Right. Like, to, and you know, it's fine to have kind of open-ended parts of right a yeah, story or something where you, could, where you could go. Yeah. Maybe I want you to think about that right. more, or something. Right. But it it's just it's weird. And what it felt like to me really was they got to that point of writing the story and weren't sure how to get out of it or what to do next or whatever. And they went, oh, she lies. (laughs) <laughs> like, i also i she, also She just
1: she just kills her yeah and uh, but wait I, but what and i also think they feel i i also wondered because I, I was sloppy i noticed it too i wondered if they had so many things going on and they wrote out of order that they thought she was human you know i wonder yeah, if they I, were just yeah, like they we're gonna make this person know. she's like i'll lie to my boss right be like you guys you forgot something here yeah it, you it, know? it, it was odd yeah
0: And another problem I had with the movie, and this could totally just be me. uh, I have no idea. But I could not stand Robin Wright in this movie either. I did not like her character to start with. Her character was weird. And there is, I think, a a kind of growing force, right, in movies and television, right, where you make a character and they 're supposed to kind of be a bad guy, and you just go well they 're the most evil person that 's ever lived right well, what if there 's two in the same movie <laughs> like they're just, they fight like everything yeah. just goes to eleven all the time, yeah, and she 's kind of weird, and he the the thing that really threw me in this movie is that um you know, I used to think that she was pretty good <laughs> right and and maybe she was or whatever, but I just think she was. It stood out to me how poorly she was acting. Yeah, especially because Ryan Gosling is actually really good. He's really, really, he was really good. Really good in he this is. movie. And when they're in a scene together,
1: it shows. I was just going
0: whatever. Yeah, I was like, this is this could be almost like they're just reading lines and she's not really trying that hard. Like she's yeah. trying to get him through to remember his, his lines and he's like practicing and yeah. she's not really trying that hard because she's just doing it as a favor to him. I don't, yeah, <laughs> whatever. because
1: she doesn't seem like she's actually in that scene together, those scenes, it, except one when they're kind of having like a drink in his place. Right, right. I I was trying to do all the heavy work for her. I was like, maybe she's surrounded by replicants, and she's like, this is what happens. Because I'm thinking, you know, he's a smart director, and there's a story here that goes all the way back to the original about what is humanity, what do you do with your humanity, and you hit on this too, when they're, you know, when you're surrounded by all this tech that changes everything, like what is human anymore, and I'm I'm wondering if I'm asking more important questions than the film wants to. Because if I were around robots all the time that looked human, would that make me less human? Would I be right. irritable and angry? If that's what you are doing, you yeah. need
0: another scene. W- would I walk down the hall and everybody's right. making comments at me as I walk by? Right. I was doing the same it was thing, weird. trying to figure her out yeah. so hard. Me too. That I just started going, look, I'm not supposed to be doing that. And wa- I'm, I'm yes. like going, maybe eventually she turns out to be a replicant. Right.
1: Because right. she's not acting human. She- <laughs> and it's, it was weird too because she actually, it almost is, it almost is a bad choice on Robin's part because she's a seasoned enough actress and she's talented to assume that she has to be over-emotional. Even if, I mean, just because she's a woman, it doesn't matter. But even if she's like uh, the captain of the force and she's super bitchy you don't have to be that level of 11 against his neutrality because he's a replicant. Right. You only have to be a little, like you have to just do what you're doing a little bit differently because now I don't know who the hell you are either. Right. Or like what your motivations are except do the job, get the job right. done. Right, and, you and know. what is, yeah, exactly. Like, it was really what weird. What is the
0: theory, you know, you could see if he was a human yeah, and we were having some conflict. right. You could see a little bit more of why she's acting that way. Yep. But why is she acting that way to him? Right. I mean, it's, like she has this weird, and you know, maybe it's kind of a very human thing to do, right? Yeah. To, uh, you know, feel like when your iPhone's not working <laughs> that you're really pissed at Steve Jobs or right, something. Right, right. And, so and so now you're really irritated and frustrated right. and you're taking it out on your phone. Right. But it's
1: weird. Well, in, she in acts the movie, like it's weird. Way you bring that up happens. in a weird way. She acts like a replicant killed her dad or her oh, yeah, dog, right, and right. she's like, "I hate all replicants. Right. I got to work with you because I'm not going to do this job, and you're a ditch digger. Right? And I dig. <laughs> you know. But it, there's there's a scene somewhere, and at 2:45, we should have gotten it. There's a scene somewhere that explains who she's supposed to be, but we never get it. And I'm I'm wondering, watching the whole film, every time she shows up, I'm like, get her and Jared Leto off. I would rather just see right these guys do their well, stuff.
0: Whenever, uh, whenever K is alone,
1: yeah, or
0: when K is working with almost any really side supporting character, yeah, I really love the movie. Yeah, me too. Um, whenever, his girlfriend
1: stuff, yeah, his his, his attempts stuff to, his is attempts to his attempts to humanize himself, right. to the point where I was actually again, I was like watching the film i'm waiting for them to do certain things that they didn't which doesn't really bother me it just disappoints a bit like he snaps at her at one point he shows a very human emotion right and i'm thinking this is interesting because androids replicants are learning to be human and humans are learning to be replicants you got a whole subset of themes going on here explore that and they do when he's with his girlfriend but not much when he's doing other things. Right,
0: but they, yeah, they move on from it yeah. to a certain extent. But I liked all the girlfriends. But stuff. yeah, that all great. that stuff is really good. And what I thought was really, you know, really, I mean, people are calling it a masterpiece and the greatest sci-fi movie ever right, and all this stuff. Not. Some of the pieces that are in there, though, yeah. I think really are. And especially, it's not just his girlfriend, but it's the way that he's thinking about himself yeah. compared to humans yep. compared to her right and the whole like trying to make sense of all of it and going through all this stuff it's really really impressive yeah that they yeah. even get as much as they do out of those parts and when he goes to that place and first has like the interactions with that hooker yep. and stuff like that all that stuff is just really cool, and he is really good. He's really at good about it. Yeah. Being, you know, something that's basically kind of impossible to explain how to be, right? Unless you, it's
1: really, ha- yeah, you, you have to. You got to do a lot of projection and imagining. Right. Of like, What would this thing be now? What would it? You be can't if it go even watch, watch like fifty years of people <laughs> right. doing this yeah. character. And there's no and animal get in the an wild, idea, of, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: and and it's and it's really good, but as soon as he's involved with and you know when he's with harrison ford it's not bad some of it is a little goofy it for sure it feels cut but when they're actually like talking to each other and interacting with each other but the whole first meeting thing is uh really goofy and i don't know if they if somebody gave them like free rights to use something or they just are the people who already own the rights to like Elvis Presley and stuff right. like that. But it was just weird. Yeah. Like somebody, you know, threw a dart and a board. And then even if you're going to do it, why do it for that long? Right. They have this weird it's Elvis thing. Yeah. It's interesting. I thought it was interesting when he turns on the thing and Frank Sinatra's there. Yep. And we see it for a couple seconds and you go, oh, so we do this now. Like right. this right. is <laughs> what happens. Then we're we're in the big ballroom with Elvis Presley and I'm like, oh, okay, so that's a thing and if that had been like three or four seconds long, then it'd be good but I'm like, what in the hell am I watching this for so long for? And, you know, I I don't even know. It was weird and in a movie, normally I might not even pay that much attention to stuff like that or to other things where like Robin Wright or uh, Jared Leto are... Doing things and I'm going, man, you're just doing this too long. Like it would be better if you weren't doing it this long. Right. I would usually give a movie a break on something like that, but not when it's two hours and 45 minutes long. Right. And I keep seeing stuff that I'm going, it's actually better if it's shorter. (laughs) Right, right. And you just can't, you know, it's, it's almost like we talk about the times of movies fairly frequently, but it's almost like but mine's two hours and 45 minutes like that's some kind of positive in itself right right. so i'm just going to do whatever i have to do to make sure it's that long
1: yeah yeah i agree that was a that and there's a there's a weird bit in the it's almost for me the problems with the film fall in the third act i like the setup of the first act i like discovering things and feeling the world and the the pacing though it is i don't know that i would say slow in a negative way i mean it's slow in a like a almost in a expository way like in a meditative way and i don't mind that in the second act we're starting to go in the direction that i feel like we're getting some answers but then in the third act we get answers but we also have distractions yeah it should have been more tightly focused you know it should always be like an arrow where it's kind of broad in the beginning and it just starts narrowing down and i didn't feel like it did that it kind of did these weird things and that elvis one is a great example of it like right i like the film very much and i love the director a lot and i'll see anything that he does right now but I can't defend that because I don't know what the hell that was for. No.
0: And there's there's a lot of stuff in the movie too that I feel, especially when you get later in the movie, yeah. right? Everything, for me, everything that happens has to happen for some actual reason, right? right? Right. And I'm going to kick your dog, right, is not a reason that it happens. Right. Like, I suppose there's a theory that what we're doing is making emotions like we built all this stuff so that we can make you feel a certain way. Right. I don't buy into that. Yeah. If you do, if some act happens, it has to be for some reason. Like, you know, this is not a seventies James Bond movie where, you know, I'm, I'm twirling my mustache or I'm, you know, cutting off a statue's head with my hat. Yeah. Because look, I can. Right. It, it, and at the end, when the really evil replicant does the really bad thing to right. Kay, right. right, yeah, that—that <laughs> that is really just to be a bitch, right? I was like, and then uh, I was kind of okay with it in the moment because I'm like, maybe there's something else, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's nothing else, right. and then and then I'm like, no, yeah. that I thought that part was garbage, right? I kind of like me, that though. The, the fact that she does that is just, there's no there's no purpose to it, except yeah. hate me and think I'm evil. And right. I'm like, ah, I did it before you put your foot down. So, <laughs> right. So why that. are we doing it again? Right. We're right. just, you know, it's like if it, you're watching John Wick and like every 15 minutes he buys a new dog and they kill it again. Right, right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, we get the idea yeah. that yeah. you're the bad people right. and we're after you, right? You don't have to keep doing that. But anyway, I also kind of if you like strip the story completely right and you're just looking at kind of the outline of the story you've got k he finds these clues right we learn that this happened we learn that there was a baby he has certain memories and you just go through all of the all of those steps right i want a better ending to the movie too like, like the it, the ending, the, ending, the, the, the very last second, and then it's black, right? Yeah, I want something a little I feel like better, right? I feel there. like
1: that's all Villeneuve, yeah. Like that, yeah, I'm not really surprised is. at that ending. That could have been in Arrival or Prisoners, not, not Sicario, but I feel like that's him, and I'm not, I almost feel like the ending I get is probably 10 minutes before the ending I get because right. I know that that's gonna come and I don't right. think it's a cheat but I, and, I know what and you I, feel I, yeah. think
0: it's, I think it's okay it's weird because when you get really close to the end uh, Ryan Gosling sitting outside in the snow yeah and then he like lays down I loved all of
1: that yeah me too
0: because I, I, I love him and I love his character and I love what they did with his character and yeah. how he was going through basically all these weird steps yep And he was trying to be human, but also being, you know, oddly robotic about it. Yeah. And like, you know, sort of calculatingly going through this and trying to work it out. And I thought that was great. And when he. How's that ending? And he's just kind of sitting there. I thought that was great, but the yeah. very, very end. Yeah, I know
1: what you mean. Yeah, and I can appreciate that.
0: I feel like there. I need a little more. Yeah, right?
1: and sure, um, not much more. Maybe another minute past that, but you know, something beyond yeah, what you get. I maybe get it.
0: It, yeah. it just was. Um, you know, so we've we've we already figured it out, right? Right, <laughs> and they already told us they tell us
1: and then you're left to figure we, out well, we, who's we, the only approach yeah we
0: know what happens right yeah they they tell us what happens we go to the place we know what's going to happen and then we get another scene where really we just say it again yeah and i'm like eh, I, I want you to I say like something it I, I can appreciate. i, I didn't
1: that, like it i think I think it's interesting i think when i rewatch it just talking with you about it here like there'll be some things that i want to focus a little bit more on that i threw away because i wasn't i didn't i was too invested in what was gonna happen than what had just happened like small things like how when ryan gosling is walking down the police station you know and presumably human detectives are leaping out at him to flinch at him And he reacts. He flinches and then puts his head down and walks a little faster. And they say say
0: some kind of like slur
1: at him. Like they've got some kind of, yeah, yeah. You know, and and I'm like, Roy Batty probably wouldn't have done that. Like (sighs) he's not going to flinch. Like (laughs) this is an interesting new thing where he shouldn't be afraid of that stuff. And he just fought Dave Batista, you know, but still like it's interesting, the human things that he picks up, um, it would be interesting to focus on that a little bit more because I didn't. When no, and it, I so.
0: think it's weird. I think that kind of exposes a lot of my problem with the movie, apart from all the people that I really don't like in it, um, yeah. <laughs> who are bad, right? Right. But a lot of the problem for me is that it it mixes things in what I think is kind of a weird way, and it makes the story happen in kind of a weird way, especially when you have, like I said, you've got the evil replicant, uh, yeah. and you don't even know what her game is, right? right. At, at the end of the day... Uh, maybe what we did really was uh, start the process of getting rid of the you know AI overthrow because apparently that's what she's planning. Right? Maybe who knows? Who knows? Uh, I mean, you don't right. even know. You're
1: guessing, but but
0: it mixes a lot of things like uh, that. He kind of flinches away from them. That they're brave enough to do it. Right. When he could clearly just kill them Crushed instantly. Them. Yeah. Right? right. Because because now. We're confident enough, kind of, in our control of replicants and that they can't do bad things or whatever. Right. But still, even if that were true and we were really confident, right, I don't care how many decades we go without a replicant (laughs) killing someone, right? If I'm Robin Wright, I'm not letting the replicant in my office without the instant... Right. replicant killing machine right i whatever, whatever but, it is the, right? Yeah, right i would just be pointing a gun at her the whole time yeah <laughs> and yeah. and and it's okay if you go like one way or the other but now we're apparently kind of confident but every time he comes back he's right. got to do the test again of, yeah they make this big How deal pure. about yeah. doing the the <clears throat> test of to see if you're having any emotions right. or if your emotions are within this acceptable parameter right and uh, you know apparently if you have anything like an emotion <laughs> really then they get rid of you or right whatever right. happens right but he keeps having to take this test and in a world where we keep having to take this test if i'm robin Wright, i just always point my gun at replicates right. and right. they don't get close to me right? right because if we're in a world where we're scared enough that they have to take that test every time <laughs> they turn around <laughs> yeah then we're scared enough of them right and, and you could fail the test said that doesn't happen right. and there yeah. Mu- yeah there must be test failures right? or else why would we keep doing it right. every right. time you turn around right, right? every time something <laughs> happens to you well that was a traumatic event so yeah. take the test again right? anyway and um, i get
1: it that's an that's an advance it's it's an interesting advanced throwback to the test that they did to prove you were human or replica i mean i right. get it and, and i get that we're Probably people love taking tests on Facebook all the time. I'm sure when we get to a point where we're trying to decide whether you're really human or not, like we'll be doing these things. I, I get it, but yeah, it's, it doesn't make sense when you take it to the most logical conclusion of, well, if I lived in this world and it really did have this, the hell with you. Right. I've got a, I've got a kill switch for everything on my pocket, you right. know? And it's interesting to see that people be walking around with like little EMP, <coughs> right? Because they'd be into the blackout, you know. And it's interesting to see a society that had mm. just been so ravaged by an EMP blast, putting everything back in technology again. Right. You know, I there's all kinds of things. There's layers that I liked so much in wrapping up. You know, my side of this is I loved looking at it visually. It was so incredibly engaging. I would suggest to anyone that you probably go see this in the biggest way you can. If you have a, an ability to see this in an IMAX theater, I actually think that's probably a really great way to do it as long as it doesn't have vibration seats. Right. Cuz every time the soundtrack comes in <laughs> because yeah, you're going you to hear the movie. You <laughs> But I also think that um in some small way I think seeing this in 3D if you can do it. We didn't um because of the running time it probably but would be i cool, think yeah. it's actually very interesting to have seen this in 3d i would imagine um for me most of the stuff is really interesting and fun in the beginning it just kind of dissolves into a weird distraction later and doesn't seem to focus on the stuff that i thought it had sowed the seeds for earlier on right and that existed in the first film it, it seems a bit too long to have told the story it wanted to, if you take out all the weird distractions and the ten-minute flying scenes, and the things
0: that don't, you know, and the things that don't make it better or actively make it worse, right? Like there's so much yeah. in this movie, yeah. Um, you know, like we talked about this not long ago, where when movies were always ninety minutes, yeah, you better have a damn good reason why you wanted it to be yeah, ninety-five right. minutes, right? Or, yeah, you, you better you, show you me know, something. You right. better, it. yeah. You, you better justify those five minutes, yeah. And this is a movie. You know, maybe that was two hours and 20 minutes. Maybe. And it's strange. That 20 with, minutes. W- with a person yeah. making it who doesn't have to justify anything. Right. Who can right. just go, no, it's this long. Right. And, and uh, the there's no one in charge. There's no one saying, yeah. no, come on. You can't make it infinitely long. Right. It can't be five hours. Right, right. And and there's, there's nobody saying, do we really need exactly that and why? Right. And that's just not how it happens yeah. anymore and this movie would have been a lot better.
1: There's there's definitely, though I have some gripes with it and though I'm under eight, I feel like anything eight and over, I'm like, absolutely go see it. I still right. think this is, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I think everyone's got to go see it for sure. I wish there were more scenes like we see later with a Deckard who's who sees a ghost from his past instead of the Elvis stuff. Right. You know, let's right. see more of that stuff. But in the end, it's still pretty close to a hit for me. Um, and, and a it, big one. When and it would have been good if we're right.
0: going to have all this extra time. I, I, I agree that everyone should go see it and it's a lot of fun. If we're going to have this much time, I would have really liked to see, um, a bit more of giving us something of Deckard, right? Yeah. It doesn't actually make sense that he lives there. Except right. that you just go. Ah, just he's got to live somewhere. It. Right. Just go. With he's got to be a. Ar- right. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know it's true. And just live with it. Yeah,
0: yeah and and um, that was a little weird. And then as soon as you get to the part where we might have to explain that, then we get then we rid of lose them. it. Right. Yeah. Right. So sure. we don't have anyway, to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's our explanation. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I really have a lot of problems with it. I wonder too if I just didn't have. Too high expectations for it too. Maybe. I was expecting it to be really good, and, and then you was, were. And then there the was reviews, a lot of it that bugged me. Right, right? you were hearing
1: the reviews so. and everyone saying like this is probably nine, nine or ten, and you're right. like, well, it could be because <laughs> it looks it, and but it, now, it certainly. You know, one quick but, thing before but, we get out but of here, but I gotta tell you, man, the score seriously. Just, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna it buy was it and give so you a copy. So
0: intrusive and weird yeah. that it
1: it stands out like when bigly. I when I pick us a. <laughs> When I pick us up for the next film, I'm going to have it playing in the car. (laughs) Yeah, It was a disaster. Um, Yeah, I can't even remember what I was going to say. That's great. (laughs) You know, that's that's enough. All right. uh, Anyway. uh, Take take it. Oh, trailers. The trailers that we've seen for the most part, I'm spoiled on it because I only saw one. I just saw a trailer last night that was terribly, terribly, terribly misleading. It made it look like it was you know, uh, a John Woo sci-fi film. It had all these action scenes. Really? And yeah, it was really strange. It had a lot of fist fights, a lot of explosions. And I would look, I looked like at that and I went. Like four or five
0: things that don't even happen in the movie. Right.
1: And I looked at that and I went, that's a big mistake because you don't want to sell it on something that it isn't because people will come back and be like, that movie wasn't action packed. Like right. sci-fi doesn't mean action. Sci-fi just means sci-fi. Right. You know, and this is absolutely not an action movie. It's just a sci-fi film. So, I thought that was weird, weirdly misleading. But yeah, I still got so, the tra- I still got the movie I saw on the first trailer. Right. You yeah, know, I was going to say, the really first weird.
0: trailer was good. Um, so, yeah, don't go into it with don't the wrong that, expectations. Anyway. anyway, that's enough of uh, Blade Runner for us. Next week, I'm not even absolutely sure what we're seeing, but it might end up being The Foreigner because I don't know if there's uh, curi- think serious really competition yeah. uh, for that. There are a couple of other things, and there are a couple of things we haven't covered here. Right. But I think, as far as uh, decent things that open next week, I think The right, Foreigner is probably the biggest thing, yeah. which is odd because it's making me have like flashbacks to high school right. when Jackie Chan had yeah. like the big opening sure. movies. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Please uh, share, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Thanks. Bye. Hey, listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by ruscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to ruscreening.podbean.com or ruscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord.